People may plan all kinds of things, but the Lord's will is going to be done. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and this is the podcast where we talk about all the things standing between you and the woman that God is calling you to be. So I don't know how you're feeling right now, but I know that uh, there's a lot going on right now. And the other day, I pull into the parking lot at the school and it's like 10 o'clock in the morning, and there's an event from 10 to 10.30 that I have to be there for, which means I can't work at all on that day because when I work for a decluttering job, I am there for five hours. So a half-hour little thing at school means that I can't work the whole day at a declutter job. Let's just tuck that into the back of your mind, okay? So... I arrive at school and I see my friend Megan and this is the second day in a row I have seen Megan because the day before this event, we had been on a field trip with the first grade down to Philadelphia and we were down there all day. We had to be on the bus at 8.15 and we got home about 3.15 and so the next day was muffins with mommy at school. And it was a half-hour event. And like I said, that means I can't work at all that day. So I asked Megan, I said, hey, Megan, do you think all these mommies have taken a sabbatical from their jobs so that they can be at the field trip and the muffins with mommy and all that? And she just looks at me and she goes, yeah, May is a lot. And I said to her, I go, you just named my next podcast episode because that's exactly how I've been feeling is just that May is a lot. Who's with me on this one? I'm telling you, May is SATs, it's field trips, it's AP exams, it's spring lacrosse, it's spring soccer, it's camping with the scouts, it's the school play, it's more school play, it's wait. One more second, school play, it's prom, it's allergies. By May, I am too tired to even think about school lunches. I have long since stopped signing the homework form. Teacher Appreciation Day, Mother's Day, May crowning, half days of school, no days of school, days of school that now require color coordination with your homeroom, assigned color not to mention, I now have to plan the Boy Scout Court of Honor picnic, and my son's not even going to be there. Yes, 
May is a lot. So what are we going to do about it? You know, I like to present the issue, and then I like to give you some tips and tricks and real-world solutions to our problems. Now, if you're new to this podcast, please let me give you this disclaimer that just because I have all this great advice does not mean that I follow it perfectly or at all, and I'm mostly on the struggle bus of keeping my cool this time of the year, or really between the hours of 3 and 9 p.m. So that's just, if you're new here, welcome. Anyway, May is a lot. Yes, it is. And personally, when I start feeling very stressed and very anxious and getting very, very snippy with my family, it's because I feel like somehow my plans have been interrupted. And that's why this Bible verse came to me is because you've heard the old phrase like, we make plans and God laughs. And that's pretty much what May is. May is us trying to make plans, trying to go to work, trying to get dinner on the table, trying to get to the grocery store, trying to do all the things. And God just laughs and laughs with the things that he's throwing at us from the whole school calendar. And if you don't have kids in school anymore, there's probably other stuff going on in your life that just seems like May is chock full of things that we need to get done. So, all right, let's get through May. And as always, I don't want you to just survive. I want you to thrive. And here's the thing. When we start getting stressed, really what that means is we are living in either the past or the future. And we are not living in the present. Um, And I was kind of torn between which Bible passage I was going to choose for this episode today because I think another very um, applicable Bible story would be the Mary and Martha. And I think when we're living in the past or we're jumping ahead to the future and we're starting to get worried and we're starting to get stressed, it's because we're not living in the present. And when Jesus says to Martha, like, Martha, Martha, you are worried about many things. But Mary, she has chosen the better. And I'm just, you know, ad-libbing the Bible at this point. I'm not looking at it. But really what she's saying is that, you know, Jesus has come here. So he's, he's in your home. Take a minute from the cleaning and the cooking and the doing the things as a hostess and sit with Jesus. Be present. And I think that's what I want to work on and what I'm encouraging you to do to not just survive May, but to thrive in May. I watched this YouTube movie, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes to it. Um, I don't know how I came across it, but it's a great movie to sit and watch with your kids too. It's called All or Nothing, and it's the story of Sister Claire Crockett. And she's from Ireland, and it's a really great story of a young girl that was just like so many of us. You know, she was partying as a teenager. She was doing all these things, like just having a great time. God, not anywhere on the radar. And then she really got knocked over the head with a very clear call from him. 
and she became a nun. And it's just a really wonderful story. And um, unfortunately, she was one of the nuns that died in an earthquake. But there's so much footage of her because she's a very modern day um, nun. You know, this is just a few years ago. And one of the things, so the movie is called All or Nothing because she always took every little, what we would call an interruption of our day. She took that as God asking her to do something. And so she always said yes. Whatever she had planned, if someone came in and said, Sister Claire, can you do this? She always said yes, because she felt like that was what God was asking her to do at that moment. And I'm going to tell you another little story that I I feel like I'm kind of the older mom on my street. You know, the, um, when we first moved to this house, I was the only mom on the street. We the only kids. And now between the one end of the street, of the street to the other, I think we've got 24 kids on our street. And it's just been lovely to see the turnover in the neighborhood and these, I mean, babies being born and just new families moving in. It's just a breath of fresh air. And I was saying to my friend Nicole one day, because she's very busy, she's in school and um, she's going to be a, a, a psychologist, psychiatrist, I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, we were just talking about how do you work from home and you have these little kids and I said to her one day, I said, you know, I'm not great about following this advice, but it's it's advice that I had heard years ago, and I think it's very, it's, it's timeless advice. And that is that our children are not an interruption to our work. They are our work. And a story from MOPS. Okay, so MOPS is Mothers of Preschoolers. If you ever joined a MOPS before, um, I was in it one year and I absolutely loved it. And every week we would go to MOPS and they would have a, a speaker and a topic and things like that and or a little activity. And I remember we had to get a partner and one of us had to play the role of the mother and the other had to play the role of the child. And the child had to come to the mom and say, I have a butterfly in my hand and I want to show you my butterfly. And the first time we did it, the mom had to um, try to get the, the kid to be quiet. Like she was having another conversation. She was on the phone. She was distracted. And she kept trying to shush the kid. And then the kid, the object was to get the mother to look at the butterfly. So the person that's playing the role of the child had to keep saying, mommy, mommy, look at the butterfly, mommy. Just one second. Can you can you show me? Can I just show you the butterfly? And the mom had to keep saying things like, "Not right now. Please wait. Mommy's on the phone. Please, please, please wait. Mommy's doing this. Okay, wait your turn. Mommy's doing this." And da, 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 you know, and it went on. And the volume in the the room was deafening. And then the second time we did the exercise, the mom, the woman that was playing the role of the mother, was instructed to look the child in the eye and to really listen to what they were saying. And so when the child came to us or the woman that was playing the role of the child, when she came and she said, mommy, mommy, look at my butterfly. The mother turned and she goes, oh, that's beautiful. And maybe you asked a question, where did you find this? And the child would answer, what color is it? Okay, 
tell me anything. Do you know anything about butterflies? And the child would, you know, make up an answer, right? We're all role playing here as adults. But the funny thing was the person playing the role as the child very quickly ran out of things to say. And that part of the exercise was over very quickly and the whole room was almost silent because the child got the mother's attention and the mother took the time to acknowledge the child and acknowledge this butterfly and it was over. And I think that's the one story kind of trick I want to tell you about, especially as we go into summer. And if you're working from home or you're just trying to go about your life, like moms are busy. We have a lot to do. But I think the moral of the story is if you give the child the attention that they're they're after in that moment, then it's actually going to be a much um, quicker interruption to your work, if you will, than if you tried to shush the child or to get them to go away and to go play. Okay. So that's the one thing. Now, the other thing I'm always trying to remind myself is that Jesus, as in the story of Mary and Martha, is in your home. And Jesus is not the past or the future. He is the present. And when we are living in the present and we are fully present, then there is no stress. There is no anxiety. There is no worry. We are just living completely in the moment. And so that would be my advice for you is like when I went to the muffins with moms, right? 10 o'clock to 1030 in the morning, I showed up, I was a little bit bitter. And then I thought this might be my last muffins with mom. Like this is my baby. I don't think we're having any more kids. And we had to bring a, a blanket. And I thought, you know, and of course, As she's running out the door to the bus, she goes, oh, mom, and by the way, bring a special drink. And I'm like, what? A special drink? What does that even mean, a special drink? And she's like, you know, something fun. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Alice, I have no, we don't have special drinks in our house. Like, we drink water and milk. That's it. And, you know, the blood pressure is rising. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, one more thing I need to do. One more thing I need to do. And I followed my neighbor out of the neighborhood and I knew she was going to muffins with mom and she made a left to go to school. And I thought, if I go left, I'm going to be on time. If I go right, I might still make it on time, but maybe not. But if I go right, I can swing by Dunkin' Donuts and get the kid a hot chocolate. And that's what I decided to do. So I got a hot chocolate for her. I got a coffee for myself. I still make it on time for muffins with mom. And I decide on my way to the Dunkin' Donuts that I'm just going to be present. Whatever this muffins with mommies is going to be, I'm going to be present. And so I got the blanket, I put the blanket down and like all the little first grade classes come out and they find their mommies. And she comes out with this manila envelope of all this artwork and God bless the art teacher. My daughter pulls out this piece of paper and I kid you not, it's a vase, a white vase with the blue flowers and 
cherry blossoms, you know, made with tissue paper coming out of the top. And I love blue and white pottery or what you might know as chinoiserie, right? So I said to Alice, I said, Alice, did you decorate this all by yourself because mommy loves blue and white? And she goes, oh, no, no, no. That was the art teacher's idea, mommy. And I was like, oh, God bless this art teacher. So then she had this whole folder of things that she wanted to go through. And as she's going through it, she's just so excited. And I just was like really close to her face. And I just noticed all of her little freckles on her nose and how they're spreading to her cheeks now. And just like how she's changing and how her fingers don't have that little baby look to them anymore. And, you know, and then we move into the other areas of May where, you know, you're rushing to get the Mother's Day flowers for my mom and my mother-in-law. But then I think, oh, I get to take the time and really pick out flowers that I think they're going to like and probably get them the hanging baskets that they wouldn't splurge for themselves to get. And, you know, we had prom and I just got to see my son pick out his suit and tuxedo or whatever it was called. And, and I got to go choose the flowers for the young lady. And then I went to pick him up after prom, they went to Waffle House and I, you know, I could see him through the big windows and I could see he was having a great time. And I thought I can get annoyed that he's not out here or I can just sit and be grateful that he had a nice young lady to to dance with at the prom and that there's a nice group of kids and that they're like, they're all really good kids. And I prayed so long for so many years for him to find friends that would appreciate who he is. And I'm just sitting in my car and I'm like, so grateful. And then I ran to the grocery store because he was going to go sleep over at another guy's house. And I thought, well, let me go get breakfast food for them. And you know, and then like the court of honor is this picnic that I plan every year. That's kind of my job at the, at the scouts. And I have it down to a science. It's really not a big deal. Like overall, I'm like, ah, you know, but really when I actually do it, it's not a big deal. And I love seeing the kids advance in their ranks. And, um, you know, when my son comes out of his SATs and it's probably the last time he's probably going to take the SATs and just to see his face and he's like, I think I did better. And he already has the score that he needs to get into Navy ROTC. So this was kind of like a bonus SAT. And you're like, okay. And, you know, my daughter signed up for the school play. She wanted to do stage crew. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, like more meetings, more back and forth at the school. But I didn't even want to go to the play because I thought, well, she's just stage crew. Do I have to go to the play? And then my best friend Lori's like, of course you have to go to the play. So I'm like, okay. And then Lori totally steps up and she takes my kids after. And it was like just everything came together. And the play was absolutely magnificent. What this teacher did with a boatload of elementary school kids just in the same colored t-shirts and some kids that were dancing beautifully like she brought the wizard of wizard of oz to life with i'm gonna guess like probably a shoestring budget but it was so wonderful to sit next to my best friend and pick out our other friends kids i'm like oh that's so-and-so's daughter oh that's so-and-so's and you don't recognize them and you're just like 
oh my gosh, these kids are amazing. You know, and it's teacher appreciation day. And now we have to do these like color t-shirt things and the kids need bows and ribbons and whatever for their homeroom. And I'm like, okay, let's go find the colors that you like. And I'll take the time and do my daughter's hair. And really, May is a lot, but it's also a lot. It's a lot of being present if that's what you choose to be. It's a lot of me being very grateful that I don't have to stress about missing days of work and decluttering jobs because I've built a business that's so flexible that I can schedule decluttering jobs when I can and they come second to anything that has to do with my family. And maybe I'm not going to be the wealthiest declutter coach on the East Coast, but you know what? I'm going to be present for all the muffins with mommy. Because <laughs> May's a lot. Have a great day. See you next time.